What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameoverse episode 158 for Saturday, September 30, 2023. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by Rick. Rick's here. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Rick in the house. I'm here. You're here. We're all here to talk about video games. Uh-huh. I'm excited. Not a lot happened this week, but I played a lot of Cyberpunk, and I really want to talk about that. But you played a new game that we haven't talked about yet, so let's go with that first. What, what, tell me what you've been playing. Time Wasters. What it's is a, that game? It is a... It's a, it's a Survivor's... Oh, okay. I love those types of games. What makes yeah. how does this one stand out? So it's a it's a survivors. It's the fourth game. It's the fourth time game from Proton Studio, or the guys that made Time Clickers, and they made Time Warpers. And this one's their fourth game. And okay. those those games were like idle games or like clicker games. And this one is like not at all. This one's just straight up. <laughs> It's a, it's, it's, a sort of, it's a it's an ass game. So, what differentiates it from something like Vampire Survivors is it's like space based. So you get like ships. There's Ooh. different pilots. I think there's nine different pilots, and you have to unlock them all by doing various tasks during your runs, and the once you get out it's a you select a ship and once you get out into the field there's different you've got different like bases almost i guess is what you call them. they're called outposts and there's one there's an outpost that generates gold there's an outpost that's like you get turrets when you're inside the radius and they all have their radius so once you're inside the radius and that outpost is active the footage right now i recorded the footage in 4k and it's trying to play that shit back and it is having a bad time. But um, <laughs> But it's like space based and it's almost like a it's almost like a shmup. It's like a shoot 'em up. So it controls like a twin stick shooter almost in that yeah. you both you have both automatic control, like an ass game. That's the the A part. But you can also, every weapon in the game, you can also control manually. And most of the weapons have different firing. They, they, they act differently based on whether it's firing automatically or whether you're using a stick to manually fire it. For instance, one of my favorite weapons is the Nova, which is just like a spread. It's just like a, a radius around you. Just is like a spread fire around you, just like... It like explodes around you in a in like a circle, which is really cool because it gets it gets you like it's like an AOE basically when it fires automatically. But when you fire manually, every every shot that would that would have come out around you comes out wherever you're aiming. So if you have twenty shots to come out around you normally automatically, if you control it manually, it's twenty shots wherever you're aiming, and it's really good for um like pinpointing like okay these are where the enemies are get that right there and every weapon's like that it'll uh like it has like a automatic fire and then the manual fire will do like a different thing i'm kind of bummed out this footage is uh not it's uh 
Yeah, it's a bummer. Like, it's very stuttery. I like I like me some ass games, and this yeah. looks like I'm sure when it's running smoothly, like it's a hell, it's hella fun, and yeah, it's it because when it's 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 kind of hard to explain it because it is an ass game, but it doesn't do a good job of tutorializing how to play it. It does expect you to kind of have played one of these before, but even then. The uh, the outpost thing is pretty is pretty unique. That each after each wave, like it's not time based at all. Like most ass games are, like stuff doesn't happen strictly on a timer. Um, it waits for you to kind of clear out waves. It's like wave based. So once you clear out a certain number of waves, then a elite spawns or like a boss, and it's like a boss fight, and it's like a boss fight in a way that it, like a shmup game is, like it turns into like a straight shmup, but instead of just being like side scrolling, it locks you into this circular arena, where wherever whatever wave you're on, if you didn't clear it, they're still there, and then the boss spawns, and then it's just it's not even like a time base. It's just however long it takes you to clear the boss, is how long it takes, and then. Once you clear the boss, uh, one of your outposts starts becoming under attack. But like all, okay. every, all around the outpost is like a bunch of ships and they start attacking one of your outposts at random. And you have like two minutes to like destroy all the ships that are attacking your outpost. And if you don't, you lose that outpost. And there's different outposts. There's, there's like the outpost that d generates gold. There's one that generates time cubes, which which is the like the upgrade material for, um, like there's a run based time cube, and then there's I forget what the fuck the other ones are called. They're like time cubes, and then there's one that's there's one you spend during the runs, and then there's one you spend after the runs for like permanent upgrades. Um, there's a there's an outpost for each of those. There's an outpost that gives you uh, health back you take like shield damage and you take whole damage and there's an outpost that just generates like health pickups. Um, it's a really, it's a really fucking fun game. It's a really fun game so much that I played, I don't know, like eight hours of it, like straight. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I beat it. I beat it twice. It's pretty, it gets pretty hectic. It gets pretty difficult, especially in the, in the in the later stages what i will say is it doesn't seem it seems like there's less here than there is in a vampire survivors um there's definitely less characters to choose from um the map variety there's one map i think i think there's only one map and it's not very big it kind of just loops back around itself. Like if you keep going to the edges, it doesn't stop. It just loops back around yeah. itself. So it's it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to explain, but it's really fun. Yeah, no, and, it sounds dope. Like I love these types of like I like these ass games a lot. I don't know what it is about them, but yeah, <laughs> they're fun as hell. Um, there's. Uh, the 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 crew members. I I don't understand how the crew mechanic works. There's this whole crew mechanic. So each pilot, once you reach a certain stage with them, it unlocks them as crew. 
And then I think what that means is you can recruit them because each each pilot has their own weapon and they actually also have their own special ability with that weapon. So when you add them, when it comes up randomly, when you level up, you can select them as crew and it gets to that pilot and their like special weapon for whatever pilot you're using. Um, but I don't know if that's all there is to it because you can banish crew. Like if you unlock a crew, you can go into the menu and hit banish. And I have no, I have no idea what the fuck. I have no idea what that, the fuck that even means. But, you just inject them out into space. Like they'll figure it out. Yeah. Or maybe like this, their, their shit just doesn't appear when, when you're, when you're in it. Maybe. Yeah. I really don't know, but. It's, um, but regardless, you're still having fun with it, right? Like that's you know, there's a lot of stuff. You're like, I don't know what the fuck that means. You're still like, it's still a good time. Yeah, well, it's the whole game. It's like doesn't really tell you the fuck. It doesn't really tell you anything. But it's nothing too crazy to figure out. Like you figure yeah. stuff out mostly by just playing. You're like, okay, that's how this works. But like, there's a there's a ship that follows you during the beginning of the fucking thing, and it eats. Every every time an enemy drops gold, it just eats all the fucking gold. And I'm like, what the fuck is this thing stealing my gold? Um, and you can shoot it and shit, but it never like attacks, it never hurts you. So I'm like, oh, this fucking gold eater, kill it, kill it. But it's actually, it's your, uh, I think it's your buddy. It's just like your helper. It just, <laughs> it sucks in all the gold for you that you can't get. And then, but you can kill it and then it drops all the gold. So the strategy is to let it, because there's an outpost that when you're inside of its bounds, it like multiplies the gold that drops. So the strategy is to let it eat as much gold as possible. And then when you're like starved for gold, you can kill it inside that outpost and it multiplies the gold that's dropped. So you get that's even cool. more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's shit like that that's really, really cool and different about this game. So I can and, dig it, man. Like, I'm yeah. into it already. Like, it sounds awesome. Yeah. So it's really cool. I think it's a little more. It's like $4 right now on sale. They're having a shoot 'em up sale. And it's, uh, it's like $4 right now. So check it out. If you're into, if you're into time or if you're into survivors games, yeah, check out Time Wasters because I wasted a lot of time with it. It's pretty fun. <laughs> no, it sounds awesome. Like, I'm into it too, and it sounds cool as fuck. Like, I, I like these kinds of games. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's just the dopamine, right? Of just like, you know, just lasting the 20 minutes, 15, 10 minutes, whatever it asks of you, and yeah. just fucking just clearing out screens. Like, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like this one. I like the shmup aspect of it. I yeah. like because it does have it's like it has automatic shooting, but it does have like the manual mode, and each weapon acts differently based on whether you can even go into the menu and set, hey, I want this one to not react to manual. I want this one only automatic, That's because cool. the way certain weapons act, you might not. If you want to aim one weapon, but you want the other weapons to not react to your aiming, um, you can set that up like in the pause menu, which is really cool, which it doesn't tell you, which I found out by accident. So, <laughs> but yeah. That's really cool. I'll look into it for sure then. It sounds awesome. 
like I said, I love these types of games. So yeah, <laughs> uh, excuse me. I like these types of games, so I'll definitely check it out. Um, I'm playing quite a few games still, man. Like Cyberpunk, still incredible. Like the latest update. I haven't even played the DLC or bought the DLC yet. I'm just playing the uh, newest update, and it's fucking incredible. Just they completely changed. I talked about it last week, but they changed everything. How the skill tree works. The game feels like the type of game it should have been fucking forever ago and having a blast with it like if you haven't played the game if you haven't played the game recently or you played when it came out or you haven't played it at all like now's the perfect time to get into cyberpunk it is just such a fun game really cool world great story and it actually has the gameplay now to back it up so go check it out yeah it's so much shit dude i'm playing two characters right now one of them is strictly like the the normal build i wanted to run like katana like sci-fi samurai type of thing and that's cool i like the changes they made to that but i wanted to run a build i haven't tried before so it's like a body build with like melee attacks because i found out they changed the body tree and gave you more attacks with the hand-to-hand you can like pick dudes up and throw them at each other (laughs) yeah dude it's fucking incredible i was watching a video of it and yeah some dude got picked up and thrown and he like fucking exploded another guy. It was insane. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's so much cool shit in the game now. The hacking has a lot of cool shit now. I haven't even tried running a like a netrunner character yet, but they changed a lot of stuff now. So now you can hack cars and uh remote control them and blow them up. So that just opens up more opportunities to fuck around with the hacking stuff. Um, and now your mono wire skills are directly tied to the intelligence tree where the hacking stuff comes from. So you don't have to invest like a different skill tree to get mono wire skills. It's just, it's so fucking cool, man. It is so cool. And uh, armor and stuff isn't impacted by the clothing you're wearing. So it's all purely cosmetic, except for some of the more obviously like armor stuff like bulletproof vests motorcycle helmets those have slight boost to stats but most of your stats are going to come from the cyberware you're gearing in and you got to level up the uh technical ability tree now to have access to more cyberware or increase your armor effects from it so yeah they completely reworked the game if you had a problem i know you had a a problem with it the way the game uh played how the damage was dealt was dealt uh how the game um yeah yeah, you had a lot of problems with that, which I haven't played vanilla Cyberpunk. I played their their big update 1.5, I think that's when I got into it. They did their first like major update. And I played it, I loved it, and then I played it again now with their 2.0 update, and it's fucking incredible. Like go check it out. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think I was just trying to play it the wrong way. Uh-huh. The, yeah. the, the hacking, I'm still not a fan of the way you have to do the hacking. And that's just after like playing like Watch Dogs, where yeah. you don't have to specifically aim directly at shit. Like Watch Dogs has like this quick hack button, right? So whenever yeah. you're in proximity of a thing that you can do, you can just tap the hack button and just do that thing real quick. I don't, ha- I don't like having to like get into the mode and then hold the thing and then look at the look at the thing i need to hack and then scroll through the options unless i like absolutely like need to do that 
But it, that was one thing that I liked better in Watch Dogs was that I can just walk, hit the hack button, and just do the thing I need to do without... So, that. with this, I, I can see why that's, like, a huge thing. Because with Watch Dogs, to be honest, the stuff you could do in the hacking with Watch Dogs is kind of limited to what you can do here. Um, yeah. Like, you're not going to have access to a lot of, like, how can I word it? Machines and stuff to hack. But when you do... The hacks you can use are in your cyber deck. So you select the quick hacks you want. And those are like, think of it less like hacking and more like spell casting in a video game. Yeah. And you're going to have a much different experience with it because you could choose like the hacks you go in with. There are hacks that like blow people up. There's hacks that like infect them with damage and they'll damage enemies that get close to them, infect them too. And there's hacks that just short circuit people. There's hacks that short circuit their weapons. I saw a hack that controls a dude and makes him kill himself. Like there's there's all kinds of stuff you can do with it. Yeah. And and I think one one of the yeah. other things that one of the other things I remember very vividly is there were a lot of times where I was like sneaking through the fucking, I was being a sneaky snake and then I would be getting hacked from shit that I could not, like I would be totally in stealth, no one would notice me, but every, like my screen would just keep filling up like, you're getting fucking hacked, you're getting fucking so, hacked, and I'm like, what the fuck is hacking me? I gotta grab my dog, two seconds. Right yeah. Back. I have yeah. an answer for that. I have an answer for that. Okay. Cause yeah, I was thinking it was like cameras or something, but uh, it just that I'm just speaking about like the vanilla launch experience where I'm just I'm sneaking through and then like my bar is filling up and I'm like I'm on fire now and there's no one around seeing me, there's no cameras around seeing me and, and yeah, I was one of the frustrating, that was one of the frustrating things about the hacking at launch. So I can't speak to vanilla cyberpunk because I never played vanilla, but yeah. and I don't know if this is a problem in the their last patch, but I'm playing 2.0 now. Yeah. And when you're getting hacked, there is a direct like red line that tells you where the hack's coming from. So Okay. And so the way the game works is that so I don't want to get too much into the lore, but Net runners are in the same local network that their uh, their edge runners are in. Like the so edge runners are like the on ground like foot fighters, right? And net runners are the hackers, and they're on the same network. So what the edge runners seeing the net the net runner can see. So you don't even have to be in the same room as the hacker. Like <laughs> they can patch into a camera, they can see through their guys, and they can hack you through them. But now, when you're getting hacked, there's a red line that connects you to where it's coming from, whether it's from the net runner, or from a camera, or from the edge runner. Yeah, that's that's useful. Because yeah, I was yeah. I was thinking it was a camera. I like I, I knew they could hack through cameras, but from my point of view, I couldn't tell what the fuck. I couldn't tell if it was a camera or what or what it was, or if it was just glitched. Because I couldn't tell it was coming from anything. From my point of view, I was like, I I clear I killed everyone in this room. And I think I went through and shot all the cameras, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, but, it's it's not quite like that. And they can do it through cover, too, which is, like, annoying. But you can, too. Like, once you get eyes on somebody and trigger a hack, that's all you got to do. You don't have to keep line of sight. 
So you could like, and they can do it too. You could like pop out a cover, select to do, select a quick hack you want to do, and then hide behind cover while it uploads. And the whole time they're like, "What the fuck's going on? Who's doing that?" Like, yeah. <laughs> and they can do that shit to you. So that that can get really annoying when it's happening to you. But again, I don't know if this was in vanilla. It probably wasn't because I doubt you just ignore you just miss that. But at least now, like when you're getting uh, when someone's uh, doing, uploading a hack on you. There's a red line that connects to you, from you to them, so you can see like where it's coming from. You can yeah. interrupt it. Yeah, that's useful enough, I think. Yeah, and now like if you if you want to run a hacking build, let me take a look at the tree really quick. So I got the game loaded up. I saw one that was really cool. <laughs> where is it? That lets you like fucking counter hack guys who are hacking you I'm trying to find it what does it do uh where is it i was going through the the skill tree the other day here we go counter hack so when you're the target of an enemy net runner you can quick hack them back through walls and obstacles <laughs> and it costs negative one ram to, to cast a quick hack in that situation okay so if you're running a hacker build and someone's got you if they run behind a wall, you can be like, oh, not today, motherfucker, and, like, hack them right back through the wall. And it costs you less RAM to do it. <laughs> like, it's so cool, the shit they did in this game, dude. Like, there, there's a lot more viability in some of the builds you can do. And again, they took out some of the stuff. The, the cold blood tree is totally gone now. But honestly, the, a lot of the skills the cold blood stuff added are in the are just in the trees for those builds now yeah so one thing i liked about cold blood is that like oh i got increased like attack speed when i fucked up people and uh, i could heal myself for every like stack of cold blood i had now it's just in the blades tree and it's done as finisher so now when i when i perform a finisher on an enemy i get a uh, 25 percent of my health back and while i'm doing that um, I can unlock other skills that increase my attack speed or movement speed after I perform a finisher. So I have to invest all these points in cold blood, invest all these points into the cold blood like perks, and have to build up that. And it's annoying because like you gotta keep killing guys to really get the benefit out of it. So it's great for groups of people, but not for like a couple people. Like if I'm fighting like two or three like really strong guys, it's a little bit tougher than fighting a whole group of weak guys. Because then, like, I'm not building up that, I'm not building up the, uh, the stacks as quickly. But now, it's just based on, like, you can do a finisher, great, you have this huge boost now after you do it. So it's not as, it's not as broken as it used to be, but now it doesn't cost as many points, you don't have to dedicate all this time to it, you don't have to level up. You're not having to, like, dedicate all these points to one tree specifically, you can kind of fuck around a little bit now. And... It's so cool with that. Like, I really want to get more into this game. And like I said, I'm running two characters right now, and I'm having totally different play styles and how they run. Um, and they changed a lot of the, the legendary weapons too. So, God, I, I don't even want, I, I'm going to be talking all day if I like talk about it. But they changed <laughs> a lot of stuff, man. Even some of the weapons run. One of my favorite katanas in the game was, uh, what was it called? The Satori which is like an old school looking katana. Like there weren't any cyber stuff on it. And it's, uh, its gimmick was that it had a huge increase to like critical hit chance to the point where it was almost guaranteed. 
the sword that did less damage, but it had a much higher chance to crit, and it did more crit damage when it did pull those off. So you can make a build around like critical hits and stuff and really build off of that. Now they got rid of that because they got rid of a lot of the critical bonuses from the skill tree. But now it has a partner weapon, a knife that you can get from the same area where you find the sword. And when you throw the knife, it applies bleeding to an enemy. And if you pull out the sword, an enemy's bleeding from the knife. It specifies it has to be from the knife. While you attack an enemy while they're bleeding, it heals you. <laughs> Which is nice. so much more useful now, I think, than the and there's just lower damage output, but higher critical hit chance. And it's, and it works the other way around too. So like the sword can, the sword has an ability now where if it's sheathed and you attack with it, you do like a quick, like a quick slash while it's sheathed. And that's guaranteed to cause enemy bleeding. And if you pull out the knife and attack them with it, you heal yourself with the knife if you cause the bleeding on an enemy from the sword. So they work together. Which is so much more interesting than just a straight boost of critical hit chance. I like that a lot more. And from what I've been told, all the weapons have, all of the iconic weapons have some sort of like new gimmick to them now. So instead of just having like a boost of stats or something, they have like a, a cool gimmick. And I'm into it, man. I'm really into it. I like this game a lot and I'm going to keep playing it. And yeah, I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend it. If you haven't played the game since Vanilla, get into it now. Or if you've played the game in its last update, there's still a reason to play it now because all the cool stuff is here. And I haven't even touched on the Phantom Liberty stuff yet. I haven't even bought Phantom Liberty yet. And I'm already having yeah. a blast. Heard so, good things about Phantom Liberty, so. Yeah, me too. Me too. I hear it added a new skill tree. I heard it added a options for some new endings so i'm gonna pick that up eventually i want to get some more time into vanilla cyberpunk before i give phantom liberty a shot yeah and i'm also trying to settle on the character i want to beat phantom liberty with it's probably going to be like my samurai ninja character because that's a lot of fun but they changed so much of the other builds now that <laughs> i don't know i might just run a netrunner character and just play with that i don't know but it's a lot of fun um <laughs> another game i played that i didn't think i would i would like but i tried it, it was on my ex as on game pass i couldn't just sit at my computer and play cyberpunk while i was watching my son so i was like okay let's hang on the living room and i'll play this game it is gun grave gore i gave it a shot and bro, that game is fun as fuck. Oh my god. It <laughs> I've is, heard just, very bad things about this game. So I did too. I did too. And I was like, why am I hearing it's not for everybody? It's a PS2 ass game. Like it's got those those PS2 yeah. ass like design decisions. Um the game, it's a third person shooter with automatic aiming. Like the whole point, you're not there to like pull off very precise shots. You're there to fuck shit up. So there's a style meter, it's called your, your beat meter. And every time you shoot, you build, put a point in that. And the, 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 the high score is keeping that as high as possible. So it's fucking dudes up. Not just that, but breaking stuff in the environment too. If you're shooting like boxes or cars, anything in the environment, that counts as points to the beat meter. So you're constantly on the lookout for like stuff to fuck up. When you enter a new room, like, I'm gonna fuck up everything in this room. 
move on to the next one. Um, it's got a, it's got an automatic refilling shield that restores when you're not taking damage. And so there, there, there's this fine line between like, you know, not letting yourself get fucked up, but also like keeping that beat meter up to get a good score. And it doesn't just get you a good score too. The higher the beat meter fills up what's called, I think it's called like a rampage meter, and that directly fills up your special moves. So, and those have a totally different effect. Like it's it's really cool how the game like works off of each system. And but it all encourages you to like move forward, fuck shit up. You know, open up a can of whoop ass, take names like that. That's that's the game's encouraging you to do, and it's so much fun to do it. Um, if you, if you're a fan of like Devil May Cry, you might like this. But again, it's got that PS2 ass jank to it. Like it's, it feels like a PS2. Game. A little bit, yeah. I yeah. never played Dot Hand, but it's it's very similar in the sense oh, that like it's got. Up. I know I'm fucking up. I want to, but I, I, there's nowhere to play it on. Like I gotta, I gotta emulate it or or dust out or dust up my uh, PS3 and get it off the uh, PlayStation Store. Um, but it's it encourages this forward movement. It, it's a very it's a it's a slow game. Despite that, like your character moves slow. Like he kind of lumbers along, and everything in the game encourages you to keep shooting there's a dodge button so you can dodge around if you pull the the, the shoot the, if you pull the trigger like right when you dodge you can fire off some shots so you can keep that going so there's kind of a, a beat to it right to to dodge fire and you can use that to like dodge forward maybe try to get some more ground um when you fuck up guys you could put them in a a stun state that opens them up for a finisher and you have like a chain hook you can pull them towards you or pull yourself towards them so you can use that to kind of close some distance if you're trying to like move ahead more quickly like the game encourages you to just move forward fuck stuff up and it does it very well um it's on game pass so go check it out i i like it a lot and because it's got an auto aim on it you can play it pretty easily with a controller i played exclusively on a controller because it's on my console and i haven't had any issues with it and I like to use a mouse for these types of games, but the way the game's built, it's like you want to use a controller for it. It doesn't require that same precision a mouse does. Uh, some tips, do yourself a favor, play the game on hard. Like if the game's way too easy without playing on hard. So just start it up on hard. And if, you if you're like me, you'll figure it out pretty easily. If not, bump it down to normal or easy, but it's, it's not a hard game. The hard part is like keeping that score up, trying to get a good score. If you're the kind of person like me, where it's like you finish a level and you get a C rank, and you're like, oh, I gotta do that shit again, you'll like this game. Um, turn up the sensitivity. Like, the sensitivity is not high enough for you to, like, move around tracks. Like, even though it's got a pretty good auto-aim, you still want to be in the general vicinity of the stuff you want to shoot. So, turn up the sensitivity a little bit so you can move the camera around a little bit faster. Um... The game doesn't tell you, but there's, there's, you can click on the right stick to turn 180 degrees. So use that a lot to get what's behind you without having to move the camera manually. But it's fun, dude. And I looked into it, too, because I was like, why the fuck do people hate this game? I'm having a fun time with it. Or just an expectation that wasn't met. Apparently, the game's gone through some pretty noticeable updates uh. since it came out. And those updates made the game a lot better. Um... I, I looked up the changes. Apparently, there are some changes to just performance in general. Um, a lot of gameplay mechanics that I really like are changed around now. Um, 
there's a melee option that you really don't use too often unless you're surrounded or in a very specific situation, an enemy shoots a rocket at you. Because when you press the melee button, you swing the coffin gun thing that's behind you and knock that shit right back at them. Um, I guess in the base game, you can only do that if you stand still and hit B. When you stand still and hit the melee button, you do like a spin around you. And apparently in the base game, that was the only way to deflect that shit back. Which was very cumbersome because you're trying to move forward. You see a rocket coming out. You get to physically remember to stop moving, hit the melee button, and make sure your timing's right to knock that shit back. Because uh, when you're moving forward and you hit the melee button, you do like instead of a, a, a single spin around, you do a couple, a melee combo ahead of you. And apparently that did knock the rocket back. Now it can. So that makes the game a little bit more fluid. Like little, th little things like that were just changed to make the game more fluid and easier to play through. And I think they, they tweaked some of the levels. I guess there were some levels that were bullshit or some challenges that were bullshit. They tweaked to make it a little bit more manageable. And I'm having fun with it, dude. Like, I'm, I'm legitimately, like, surprised how much fun I'm having with it. It's not my new obsession, you know? I'm not waking up like I wasn't up in the May Cry 5. I'm not like, oh my god, I want to play this game some more. But... It's a good time, and especially with Game Pass, like, it's, it's a decent game, dude. It's not bad. Um, and all the unlockables in the game are pretty cool. I was looking into it. There's some unlockables to beat the game on the hardest difficulty. Um, there's more characters I can play as when I start getting through it. Like, it's, it's a lot of fun, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with how fun the game is. Um, yeah, this seems like a perfect palette <clears throat> cleanser. I think that's why I've been playing Time Wasters so yeah. much after after playing starfield i just needed something as like a palate cleanser before i jump into something big again and it seems like a good palate cleanser especially yeah. since it's like this is like a perfect example of a like a b game yeah which is that, that like ps2 bullshit era where you were just getting games that just weren't <laughs> you know like blockbuster fucking hits like everything doesn't need to be a blockbuster you could just have something that's just like you know, a little junk food here and there. Yeah, and that's what this game is, dude. And apparently there's some other complaints too because the game's using a Unreal Engine and people didn't like that because the old game had comic book like kind of look, a cell shaded look. Oh. There's a toggle now to turn on cell shading. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, yeah, they, 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 they apparently they listened to a lot of feedback. They're like, you know what, you're right. Let's, let's update the game and put some shit in here. And they did. And the game I'm playing now is a lot of fun. If you've if you played the game vanilla, you didn't like it, that seems to be a theme of the show right now. The games I've been playing, I come in after these huge updates and I enjoy it. Um, go check it out. Like it's it's fun. If it's not for you, it's not for you. I'll be honest. This is not going to be the game that a lot that everyone's going to like, but it's a game that a very select group of people are going to have a lot of fun with. And if you're in that group of people like me, if you like Devil May Cry or any of those like, character action games, games that like grade you on your performance, a game that doesn't play like a game you played before. I like, guess the big thing. People go into this expecting like a third person cover shooter. That's not what this is at all. Yeah. Like when the game opens up, you know, most games are like mission start, you know, get game on, whatever. You know, round one, do or die. This game, when it opens up, a level starts, it's like kick their ass. And that's what you do. You fucking walk in, kick ass, take names. Go, go play it. It's fun. Like, if you don't like it, like, fuck it, dude. It was on Game Pass. Like, if you don't like it, then that's fine. It's not for, it's not going to be for everybody. But I implore you, give it a try. Just give it a try. If you like it, 
you got a pretty cool hidden gem you maybe wouldn't have tried before. And if you don't like it, whatever, man. It only costs you like a couple, like a, like a maybe an hour of your time. I said, give it an hour. If it's not cooking you in an hour, shut it off. But I had a lot of fun with it. The game knows what it's trying to do. I think it does it very well. It goes out to be a very specific type of game. And it does that. It's a great game. It's not the. It's not going to be a turn your brain off, fuck shit up kind of game. Like there, if you play on hard, there is some stuff you got to pay attention to. But I like that. Like it's going to sound weird, but that's like what de-stresses me is playing a game that is challenging enough that I have to pay attention to it. You know, I don't want a game where I can just turn my brain off and just mindlessly fuck stuff up. I want a game where I have to pay attention to my execution, how I'm doing. And if again, if you're a score, if you're a score slot like I am, if you play through a game, you get a C ranking, you're like, oh, I gotta run that shit again. Like this, this game will help you. Go give it a try. Akira in the chat says hello. Hello, hello. Akira. Hi there. Hi, Akira. How are you doing today, my dude? How's your day, but it was Gungrave Gore. Gungrave Gore we was talking Gungrave about there. Gore. So yep. Yeah, check it out. I actually do want games that I could just fucking go brain dead. It's to an extent for me. Like, I don't want a game where I can go totally brain dead. But I do want a game where I could, like, kind of, where I could, like, there is some focus to my execution, right? Yeah. I want a game where I do have to focus just enough that I have to pay attention to it. But also not so much that I can have a podcast ring in the background and it won't fuck with my game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't have yeah. to pay attention to like story or characters or dialogue or anything. Just just my just execution. Action. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's cool for me. Like that's like that's cool for me. Um and this game definitely does that, bro. It's it's a lot of fun, this game. So I implore everybody, just go try it. If you don't like it, fuck it. Like then it just costs you a couple, like an hour of your time. It's on Game Pass, go give it a shot. But if you do like it, this is gonna open up a whole type of new game for you. I guarantee you haven't played before. Unless you played the first gun grade, which I never did. So Yeah. But I see the appeal. <laughs> I see the appeal now. I wanna go back and play them, but they're stuck on PS2, so that's not gonna happen. Um I'm sure a physical copy of those games are fucking hell expensive. But there's an anime. I might check that out now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like Gungrave in its entirety is B tier. I think so too. But yeah. that, there's, that's okay, man. Like there's there's some appeal to that. Just you know, you're not trying to be this like triple A blockbuster or like, you know, thing that's in the you know, that's going to be talked about uh, on by everybody. But it is a fun game that a very specific type of people are going to going to click with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. So moving on, we got uh, not a lot to happen this week, guys. So it's going to be a brief show. It might be. I, I say that, but, you know, we somehow <laughs> managed to make these run for two hours. So, yeah. So give us give us a topic if you want us to talk about something. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Tell us what you've been playing. Yeah. I, 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 did, some stuff did happen, and I feel like it's just not. Where, like Sony got hacked. Great. 
not really yeah. <laughs> nothing really is happening with that yet so i don't know if something thing I happens do want to talk about yeah. is uh uh hamtaro and i kind of talked about it a little bit in the chat but netflix has dropped their uh what do they call the drop one like trailer with all their animated stuff coming out and they got a bunch of shit coming down the pipeline dude like castlevania nocturne just came out that's incredible my wife and i picked watched it last night okay didn't finish it yet so no spoilers but that's fucking incredible that's the second uh, castlevania anime yes it takes place uh about 300 years after the first castlevania anime oh so it's related which, yeah it's related okay. um it's it takes place 300 years of the first Castlevania anime, which if you pay attention to Castlevania like lore and the game releases, that game is based on Castlevania 3. This game, this movie, this show Nocturne, it's about 300 years after that. It's based on Castlevania Rondo Blood, which is one of my, it's probably my favorite <clears throat> traditional Castlevania game. And that game takes place directly before symphony of the night so symphony of the night is a sequel to rondo of blood rondo is the so, one that everyone says is like the best one yeah it's my favorite traditional castle yeah it's not a metroidvania but it's traditional level base it's i think it's the best one they've done i don't think any traditional castlevania game has even come close to this one and again, that's the one that's directly goes into Symphony of the Night. When you play Symphony of the Night and you play as that that one Belmont in the beginning, that's Richter Belmont. Yeah. And it takes place a couple years that's after the Rondo. end of Rondo. Yeah, it's right. the end of Rondo you're yeah. playing through right there, exactly. And then it flash forwards a couple of years and Symphony of the Night starts. So I'm excited because is this gonna be connected to Symphony of the Night now? If they do make another Castlevania anime. Is that one going to be based on Symphony of the Night? I hope so. That'd be cool. But also, part of me is like, probably not, because the one cool thing that these shows do is they focus a lot on the characters. So it's cool seeing, like, you know, the Belmonts fuck shit up, watching vampires get killed, seeing all, like, characters, moves, weapons, and enemies from the games. It's cool seeing that. But it's also cool, like, seeing the interpretations of the characters, you know, the stuff they're going through. This series does a very good job, like, writing these characters out into someone that you care about, into someone with their own goals, ambitions, and you want to see them succeed or fail, depending on the character, right? And these shows do a great job of that. <clears throat> if you're looking for a direct one-to-one -one adaptation, it's not going to adapt the story of the game directly. I mean, it can't. Castlevania is a video game ass game. The story's very beats here to that. I'm sorry. But these shows, they 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 bring out a lot of the a lot of the character that wasn't in those games. So I like them for that. And Sip of the Night's a very like personal game, right? Like you're as Alucard, you're mostly by yourself through the whole game. <clears throat> I don't think that would translate well to a season of television. <clears throat> Maybe a movie. Maybe a movie. My work is a movie. But not a whole season of television. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see when it happens. And it's fucking good. My wife and I watched a couple episodes. I haven't finished it yet, but it's really good. And because this game, this game, the show, is written with modern-day sensibilities, a modern-day understanding of the Castlevania timeline, right? 
it can play with that. There are some characters that show up here that are introduced in later games, but weren't in the original Rondo of Blood for obvious reasons, right? Those games came out later. They retroactively went back in the timeline to make these games fit. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a character in the game, in the show, I was like, oh shit, they were in like X game that takes place before Rondo of Blood, but they couldn't reference a Rondo of Blood because it came out later. And because they have that hindsight, they can do that now. Um, so yeah, if you're a huge Castlevania fan, it's even better for that. But if you're not, still good. And Netflix has some other shit coming out too. They announced a Laura Croft anime is happening. I don't know if you heard about that. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. The Oni Musha anime is coming out too, and that looks incredible. There's some other stuff they got coming up, but that's the only thing that they have, I think, based on video games. Oh, there's the Devil May Cry anime coming out too. So another one yeah. i watched the first one it was garbage i thought it was cool but that's the problem with the first anime it was just it was cool it was just dante effortless effortlessly just beating up demons which is cool to see yeah i watched it when i was like 13 15 so it's like oh this is fucking cool but now that i'm older i'm like no this is kind of <laughs> it's kind of lame he just shows up you know says some cool lines effortless effortlessly just fucks up demons which again, cool to watch, but it's hard to justify an entire fucking series out of that. Yeah. And hopefully this new anime, you know, he, he looks like he's in his Devil May Cry 3 outfit, which probably has some of the more story elements, I think, of the other Devil May Cry games. That's again the that's the game that introduced Virgil. And the rivalry between the two of them. Dante gets his ass kicked a lot by Virgil. So that might be something cool to see. We'll see when it comes out, though. And so the same guys that did the Castlevania show. So I'm <laughs> people totally are, confident. People are shitting on this Castlevania thing on YouTube. Okay, so here's why, man. <laughs> here's why. I looked into it, too. I was scrolling. I, I don't know what it, yeah. It's fucking stupid, right? So that that girl there, she's on the cover, the black girl with the with the braids in her hair. Yeah. I think those are braids, I don't know. Yeah, she wasn't she's Annette in this in this show. Annette is Richter's girlfriend in the game. But she's not a character. She's a fucking damsel in distress in the original game. The whole point of the game is that she got kidnapped by this like cult and you're going to save her. That's the whole game. She's the Princess Peach of that game. Now, they made her this her own character. She's kind of she's badass. She has her own backstory. And for those of you who's like, there's no reason for her to be black. The game takes place in 1700 France. She's Caribbean. <laughs> she's from she's Caribbean. Her, her magic is fucking like voodoo magic. So there, they justified it. So now you don't have to worry about your realistic vampire hunting show having like incorrect like character ethnicities they explained it for you because people can complain about it and she's fucking cool she makes mistakes yeah she talks a lot of shit but she has a reason for it and if you can't like see that like i'm gonna spoil it now she, she's a slave like that that's her whole backstory she was a slave and she doesn't want to be a slave anymore and that drives her character she was a slave for her entire life until like recently <laughs> and she was able to like 
get out of that through her magic, through this like Creole voodoo magic that this like priestess taught her. And she does not want to go back to being a slave. So anything even remotely to that is like a trigger for her. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. It is cool. People, I, I saw this dude complain about it. I was like, oh, she's so irrational and impulsive. Like, yeah, dude, she fucking was a slave her whole life. She doesn't want to go back to that shit. Like, that's a trigger for her. And by the way, like, Richter makes some stupid fucking mistakes too, but nobody says shit about him because he's white and I'm dying, so. <laughs> he actively runs away from a fight, like, in the show, and no one says anything about it. Like, he's whooping ass. So the fucking trigger happens and he fucking just takes off in the opposite direction. So minor spoiler for that. Like he has not confronted his demons at all yet, but no one says shit about that. But her, it's like, oh, she's impulsive. She, she, she gets into the fights too easily. Yeah, but she's the one you're gonna shit on. Go fuck yourself, dude. If you're complaining <laughs> about that, go fuck yourself. Just say you don't like black people and call it a day. Don't fucking dance around it. Just say you don't like black people and move on. Just shut up. <laughs> All right. Well, check out Castlevania Nocturne. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. I haven't finished it yet, so I'm sure in the last couple episodes, I'm going to be like, yeah, fuck Annette. But <laughs> the fact that she's like not even a character in the game and people are complaining that they like race swap there. Like, just shut up, dude. They completely changed her character out. She was a damsel in distress. She she basically went from like Princess Peach to like Chic. And that's cool as fuck, but nobody wants to nobody admits that because she's black and makes mistakes and suddenly like she's the worst character ever. But whatever. Um God, that really like set me off. <laughs> what am I talking about? Um, uh, yeah, Castlevania Nocturne, it's good. I don't care what people say, it's fucking good. Is it as good as, like, the other Castlevania show? I don't know. The Castlevania, the other Castlevania show we got had, like, what, four seasons to develop the characters and a story? And it sounds like this might wrap it up in one, maybe. I don't know. But I'm having fun with it. My wife and I both really like it. And, yeah, it's good. Go check it out. And, you know, keep an eye open for the other shit they got coming out. The Anim Onimusha. Anime, the May Cry anime, the, the Tomb Raider anime. A lot of shows coming out based on like video games you like, so go check it out. Um, yeah, back to news. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Plus monthly games for October. We got a couple games coming out. Uh, Callista Protocol, Farming Simulator 22, and Weird West is coming out too, which is interesting because that's like coming off Game Pass pretty soon, so... Oh. They probably line that up specifically, like come off Game Pass and go on PlayStation Plus. But Callisto Protocol is a good get. Yeah, that is not a game I would buy, but that is definitely a game that I would subscribe for a through. month to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard like the game's like okay. It's not worth like I think it was like seventy dollars when it came up. People tell me it's not worth that. Yeah. But it's worth at a deep discount, or like you know, if you're on a subscription, like it's worth it for that too. So I think just because it was especially when around when Dead Space remake was launching, so yeah, people were like, yeah, I could. Why would I get this knockoff Dead Space when I can just get Dead Space? That was my fucking logic too, man. Yeah, <laughs> and people were like, well, it's maybe the same guy. Yeah, but he doesn't have the resources he did when he made Dead Space, though. So. Yeah, yeah. 
So. so that was like legit my logic too, and I skipped it for that. I'm glad I did because I heard it's like very like six out of ten in that game. Yeah, I'm sure it's okay though. Just sure check the okay. price. Yeah, if it's cheap, if it's cheap enough, I might I might jump in on this month for just yeah. for this. Yeah, farming simulators, whatever. It's like the complete opposite. You get a, a banger of a game, and then you get farming simulator. I'm sure that's gonna make someone happy that that's on yeah, there. I'm sure too. But uh, not me. And then yeah, Weird West seems pretty cool. Weird West is pretty dope. I played through it quite a bit on Game Pass. Um, never finished it. I should because it's it's a fun game. But I've never played an isometric like. It's, it looks like an isometric twin stick shooter, but straight up an immersive set. Yeah. So go check that out. It's, I think it's a lot of fun. So go check it out. Um, and it's coming off Game Pass pretty soon. So perfect time for it to go on PlayStation. But also the Definitive Edition's out. You can probably buy that. I think it's like 30 bucks. I, I think it's worth 30 bucks, honestly. But... That's a tall ask for some people for an isometric game, so wait for it to go on sale. But I think it's worth uh, playing through. If you like the Dishonored, if you like the choices the game lets you make and how you tackle stuff like Dishonored does, like Prey does, you might like Weird West. <clears throat> um, that's just coming out for October. Those games drop October 3rd. Uh, some quickie news. MetaQuest 3 is launching October for $4.99. So go check that out. What's different with MetaQuest 3 versus the other the MetaQuest 2? I still don't know the difference. <laughs> Do you know? Um, it's using pancake lenses, which makes it much more slim and lighter. Okay. It's using an upgraded Qualcomm Snapdragon chip, which makes it faster and more uh, powerful, but uses less or I guess the same amount of battery. It doesn't use more power. It it has more power, but uses the same amount of power. Oh, that's good. In terms of like it's power dead. efficiency. I don't know if it's on that article there, but I was hearing that like, what was it? That uh, cloud gaming, like Xbox Game Pass Cloud, is coming yeah. to it. It's mainly why I threw this in here. It's coming. It's coming to this okay, Xbox. So not the older models, just this one. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's everything. Like the entire meta lineup or if it's just this it's probably i would imagine it's the entire thing coming to like the platform and you can just use it on anything because why wouldn't you be able to um but that was that was pretty huge news i think is that the xbox cloud gaming is coming to the shit yep it's which... coming out for quest 2 and quest 3 okay yeah i just found it out right so that's yeah. cool yeah and they like demo it a little bit. It's basically just like it projects a screen onto the thing. Like you're not playing shit in VR, obviously. Yeah. It's just like a fake screen with the game on it. And it's just cool. Controller. Like... Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool to me, man. I like that. It's good. It's one of the things I wish Sony fucking I did. I with... yeah, the bathroom. I can't hold it. So yeah, <laughs> continue on. <laughs> It's one of the things I wish Sony did with their PlayStation now. Like they teased, I think they did, it might have been like a year or two where they were like, hey, PlayStation is available on just TV setups. Like it was like just an app and like the Samsung televisions. 
So whenever you got like a Samsung TV, there was a PlayStation app on it and you can just play games straight from the TV without needing a console. And I was like, this is fucking genius. Yeah, this is where this is what they should do. And then like that didn't last very long. So I'm hoping that Xbox actually does diversify a little bit and get themselves on other platforms and kind of just makes their games more available to uh wider audiences so it's crazy that it's crazy that they're getting on a vr platform this soon considering they don't even have a a vr solution of their own but yeah so that's i think that's pretty much the only thing in here that i cared about (laughs) everything else i don't know i i i'm i'm kind of curious about this device though i mean the price is pretty okay 499 is not terrible for a for a device like this it's kind of just all in one no extra shit required everything's just in the headset as long as i can use it on pc then because that's my problem with the fucking psvr like i would love to get a psvr without having to own a fucking ps5 to do it you know, like I have a gaming PC. Just let me plug that shit into it and, and use it there. So I've I've never, I don't know much about the meta quests lineup or if you can even use them on PC. But if you can, I actually might look into this because that's a decent price for what they're offering here. So. Right, let's, um, that's all I got to say about that. What else we got? AMD FSR three is out in two games: Immortals of Avenum and Forspoken. Forspoken, which I own, and I don't hate that game. That game is not terrible in terms of like the story or whatever. Maybe it's terrible, but as are playing it, like it's actually a pretty fun. It's a fun, uh, I don't know, Assassin's Creed like. It's like Assassin's Creed mixed with Final Fantasy 15, and they showcase FSR three, which has their new upscaling technology, but also it has, I think, their version of frame generation. It's their answer to D- DL frame generation. I don't know what the fuck they call it, and. NVIDIA. But that's out right now. I'm waiting for, I don't know if they've done it yet, but I'm waiting for the Digital Foundry video to come out on this to get some some real data. Because you can never trust the data that comes from the actual people. You gotta trust, you gotta get the third party data. And I don't know, Forspoken is not, <laughs> uh, you know, I want to see this in more shit. Even the games that they announced this for are just not. I'm back. Where are we? FSR 3. They're saying Cyberpunk's going to have this. So that would probably be the best example of um, just comparison of, of this versus DLSS, I think. Yeah. 
because that's a game that does has all the features of dlss yeah this this game is i'm still i'm playing through it right now just like i so i booted it up so i can have the skill tree so i can go through some of the shit with you but i'm I'm just playing it now um (laughs) (laughs) like this game looks incredible man still like it is crazy to me that this game can look as good as it does but starfield can't pull off even close to these visuals yeah, I that was because I di- I did build this new PC and and as soon as like Cyberpunk, that was like one of the first games I installed to see how fucking good it looked and it looks fucking incredible. Like yeah, I was able to like max it out completely and still get. I mean, I only have a sixty hertz monitor, so I'm only running yeah. it at sixty FPS, and it's just it's so fucking good. It's so good. It is. I have pretty much everything on here oh no i have everything like off what the fuck <laughs> okay here we go so i have all the advanced features set to high but i have dlss off for some reason let me set that up why is that off um the thing about the fsr3 is that anyone can use it no matter what gpu you have so really that's the that's the beauty of of AMD is always done. They've always been open about their shit, so anyone can 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 use it, no matter what you have. So that is really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think not like that at all with Nvidia. Like you need a Nvidia card, even though it has to be a card that supports DLSS to pull it off. Like that's cool. Good on you, EMD, for being so pro-consumer here. Yeah. And that's all I got to say about that. Wait for, <laughs> wait for the Digital Foundry video. Yeah, exactly. Let's <laughs> wait for the Digital Foundry to put out a video so you can see, like, what it does. Um, next, we got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, you know, that, uh, that HD remaster compilation coming to Steam October yeah. 3rd. There's some talk in the Discord. I thought this was already on PC, but I realized like you pointed out that it was on Epic. So it's it been wasn't on Epic. Really on yeah. It's been on <laughs> Epic for several years now. I think yeah. uh, <laughs> I think that speaks for itself right there, is that no one knew this was already on PC. Yeah, I um, had no idea. And yeah. I was mentioning too how like it was on Switch. And I was surprised, like, oh, is it on the Switch for going to PC? No, it's just it's been on Epic this whole time, so. Yeah. I don't know. That's the problem with Epic. It's like they pay they pay people to put their games Epic exclusive, but is it worth it in the in the long run, I wonder? Like, is it worth it that, that like, because people view Epic very negatively, even though yeah. I, think, I think it's totally fine. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. It's just people, like... people just view it so negatively. I feel like you put your game on there and it's just the negative reception of putting your game on there. Is it worth it getting paid whatever they pay? Um, is yeah, what I wonder. I don't know. Outer Wilds is on there. That was fine. They did all right. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. That game did fine on there, so... I don't think it's going to affect it quite as much as like we think it is, but it's, how can I word it? I don't think it's going to affect it quite as much as we think it is, but 
it's definitely going to impact it. And I, I, I know people are going to buy this game anyway. If I hadn't already bu- had it on console and played through it, I probably would have bought it on Steam, to be honest. Yeah. So it's, I don't think it's going to affect much. So and we'll see when it comes out, we'll say about it. It's not coming out for another couple of days, but I don't think it's going to affect it that much. Um, online multiplayer is finally being added to Binding of Isaac Repentance. Yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I'm it's one of my. I just wanted to get it. Like it has, lo- they've gone through a couple iterations of multiplayer with this game. I think yeah. before before Repentance came out, yeah, I think it was Rebirth. They added local multiplayer, but it wasn't real multiplayer. It was like you had player one, and then player two would be like a baby. It would be like a ghost. It would be like the equivalent yeah. of like yeah, having your. Like I have like Super Mario Galaxy or some shit where like player two could like gather the the stars or whatever the fuck. Yeah. That's like what it was. Like you weren't <laughs> actually playing, you were just helping a little bit. Yeah. Um and then they added local multiplayer, real local multiplayer in repentance, where you can actually be another character and then do full you're actually playing. Um, and that was just yeah. local multiplayer. So now soon they're going to be adding online multiplayer, which is fucking awesome. Which is and awesome. What yeah. I'm curious about is this game has very strong Steam Workshop mod support. Yeah. And I wonder how that works because I do not play this game without, at the very least, ex- um, external item descriptions. It adds a pop up. Whenever you get close to an item, it tells you exactly what the fuck it does. Because I think that's the worst part about this game is not knowing there's like thousands of fucking items and you're not going to know what anything does until you pick it up. And you're like, oh, this one drain. It removes all of my hearts and makes me die in one hit or some shit. It's like, this is a terrible item. (laughs) So, yeah, it has the the game has items like that. It's like very bad items that you'd never want to pick up or you do in like maybe like special case scenarios. But. Uh, it's very useful to have at the very least that mod. So I'm curious how the mods work with this, but um, very cool, very cool that it's happening. Yeah, I'm excited for it, man. And like, Binding of Isaac is a game that just keeps on giving. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this game's just constantly, constantly getting new updates, new perks new it's got like a thousand achievements at this point and i don't even have i don't even have like a quarter of them the game's doing a lot of cool stuff and i like it for that so you know we'll see when it comes out what the general public thinks about it but yeah i'm confident it's going to be reviewed pretty well i mean the game's already like a really fantastic game just adding multiplayer to it online multiplayer you fuck it bring it on dude yeah. And next we have some new trailers and videos. Horizon Forbidden West is going to be a complete edition that just got announced. Yeah. I'm sorry to think that this game just come out, but no, it came out like a year ago, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, I thought it was pretty mid. I mean, I thought yeah. the first game was pretty mid. So, and this one is basically the first game. It's better than the first game, I'll give it that. But I, I don't know. I, I'm so burned out on this style of open world shit. I think I'm just burned out on it, to be honest. Yeah. 
Um, but I do want to, it's hard playing it on a PS3 as well. I think that was the other problem is it's just, it just doesn't hold up on PS3 or PS4. My bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I will probably get this. I didn't get the first one on PC, but I will probably get this one on PC. Yeah. Cause I, I never finished it. I just, I played it until, until like a certain point it opens up a little bit. And then I was like, yeah, I think I've seen enough. But is there any word yet if it's coming to PC or not? Like, has that been announced yet? It's coming officially? to Steam. It's coming to Steam. It's coming to Steam? Okay. Yeah, it has a Steam page and everything. So. Oh, that's good. I think same date. What's the I date? I think that's just the way to play it, man, because... I don't know. The game doesn't... Can I word it? He said the game's... Pr- I played the first one, and it was... I thought it was pretty mid, too. Like, it was, it was all right. Like, I didn't think it was great. Um, I, don't know, I think I'm just getting burned out of like open world games like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was the first yeah, one was just bad. The first one was just bad timing, like around Zelda. It was just like, yeah, Zelda really fucked shit up for open world games <laughs> at that point. So, but it was just, it was just the all the things that this game was doing has been done in other games before. So I, I felt like I played this game a thousand times already before it even came out because it's straight yeah. up Far Cry. It's straight up Assassin's Creed. It's straight up Shadow of Mordor. It's like all of those games that I just played it a thousand times. So yeah, the the one unique thing this game did with the dinosaurs and shit was like cool as shit. And like the technical aspect of it was impressive as fuck. Yeah. And like I'm not gonna take that away from it. Like it's a fucking technical marvel. However, yeah. like playing it, the part where you play it was just it was just not it was just not it's there. Very familiar. It's something you know, I've already done like a hundred times, like you said. So Yeah. So yeah. and Forbidden West is more of that. Yeah. <laughs> So exactly. that's why I'm kind of whatever about it. If they do a third game, they really have to figure out how to mix it up a little bit. They really got to kind of get creative. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, that's doing it for. Oh, we got another one. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two. This game. <laughs> Is it weird I'm excited for this game? No. <laughs> is it weird? Is that weird? Because this looks this is awesome. Angry Beavers, dude. Yeah, man. That's Angry insane. Beavers. That's insane. Norbit and Daggett. Yeah. Like both of them are in here. Yeah. That's so cool. They like change to like swap characters. Yeah. Um fucking awesome. And they're they're original voice actors too. Which is huge. Yeah, because I don't think these guys have done like anything. Even like these characters haven't appeared in anything. No, they haven't. Nickelodeon has so, kind of like ignored them for like ever. Yeah. So it's just crazy. It's very nostalgic. I used to watch this shit all the fucking time, dude. Yeah, Such same. a good cartoon. Yeah. Where can I watch it? Then <laughs> it's probably on Paramount, Paramount Plus, right? Plus, yeah. Yeah. I think there's I even Paramount Plus. So I think I'm gonna watch it. Probably like in the sidebar is probably like recommended. No, not okay. Oh no, here it is. Yeah, 
Paramount Plus. Yeah. So yeah, I want to play this. I want to play this because it just looks. It looks good. It looks like everything that that fucking WB game was not. <laughs> yeah, and so. I played the first one. And it's not bad, dude. Like the first Nickelodeon All Stars isn't bad. Like it's it's pretty solid. Um, granted, I played it after like their huge updates. They had a voice acting and all this other stuff, and they put some money into it, alternate costumes. So I played it like later once it got improved, but and I yeah. liked it. So if they're coming out the gate with this game, it's like, hey, we're gonna put some money into this. We're gonna get voice actors into this. We're gonna we're gonna do our best to actually make this a good ass game. Like I'm into it, man. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah. Especially since the first one was pretty solid. Like, no complaints in the first one. Um, and it's cool to see new characters. This is the only character that got announced for it. Like, uh, Aang from Avatar got announced for a little while ago, too. So, is, uh, anyway, is this game out yet? The second one? No, not yet. I don't think it is. Anymore. It says available now, but I can't tell because it's fucking goddamn files are blocking the damn it pulling up the steam page right now uh plan release date to be announced according to the steam page let me pull up the wikipedia page okay maybe it says pre-order now yeah. uh november 3rd it's when it's set to come out okay so relatively soon I'm definitely gonna play this game. Like, I might just buy this game. Honestly, it looks pretty cool. Like, <laughs> I hope this isn't my. I'm I'm supposed to get a delivery today, but they didn't say what time they were gonna show up. Uh, right. You want to uh, check really quick? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna the rest of the show then. Um, next well, we no, got I some can game hear it. I don't think it's okay. them yet, but I can hear it. Okay. We'll see. Last but not least, we got some game releases coming out. Uh, Monday, October 2nd, we got Bikini's Folly. No, Bilkin's Folly. I read that totally wrong. This is a different <laughs> game I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> it looks like a Zelda. Like a Zelda-like adventure exploration game. This. This. What the fuck is this? It looks like a Wind yeah. Waker, too. They're sailing. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. This is going on the wish list. How can I say this is a this is a wasabi game right here? Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell. It's like a cinematic trailer. Yeah. Armor Games sounds very familiar. Oh, they Armor Games? They made a bunch of uh those old like flash games back in the day. Yeah. Like they made the the last stand games and God what else? There's a couple games they made way back when, but if you were like, if you played a lot of Flash games back in the day, like you saw Armor games like everywhere. Yeah, I am going to check this shit because I don't know. That wouldn't be the FedEx guy blasting loud rap music out there, would it? <laughs> I'll be or back. Be. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> All right. Well, this looks cool. Uh, Trepang Squared, Trepang 2. This game looks pretty dope, actually. This is like a like a fear, like with a slow slow motion FPS. I've actually heard about this game. This game looks fucking dope as hell. Like this is something I'm totally into. 
Did my shit just freeze up? I think my shit just froze. Did your shit just freeze? I think it did for like a second there. <laughs> but I'm good now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Alright, yeah. I've actually heard of this game, Trap Painting. It's like a... It's like a fear-like. It's it's very much like fear. It's got the slow motion shooting and the uh, the close corridor action that fear had. Like it's basically fear. Like it's basically just fear, but like not. You, they can't call it that. Legally distinct fear. Yeah. Yeah. This shit always looked awesome when I saw it. I'm like, I need to play this. Yeah. Same. This game looked cool as fuck. Like I'm into it, dude. <laughs> Uh, next, we got October 3rd. Disgaea 7, Vows of the Virtueless. This is the first Disgaea that's like not sprite based, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seven games later, they're moving away from sprites and actual 3D models. Which, I don't that's know. Crazy. Like, the sprites, yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> I don't know. The sprites are kind of charming in these games, though. So, but the 3D yeah. models are nice, too. They're very stylized, so. That's cool to see too. Um, what else have we got here? Igni Igni Stone, Ignis Stone, Igni Igni Stone. We call it Ignis Stone. Igni Stone. It's a roguelike action game that focuses on parry. <laughs> Your goal is to reach basement floor 100 in the dungeon. Find weapons and amulets that suit your playstyle in a world full of playfulness. Interesting. It's Interesting. like a side scrolling. It's like a darkest dungeon. Yeah, but it's like a, it's got this parrying mechanic too. Is it kind of like like Paper Mario, where it's like turn based and you're like reacting? Yeah. Kind of what it looks like here. Like Paper Mario mixed with like Punch Out. That's I think I'm cute. into this. Yeah, I think I'm into this. I'm gonna check this out. It's coming out on mobile. Check it out on mobile. Next, we got Ira. Ira. It's a character based shooter. Oh, Bullet Hell Shooter. Okay, wait a minute. No, this is like isometric Bullet Hell RPG. Is that what I'm seeing here? That's it looks like a Hades. Yeah, but with uh focuses more on shooting mechanics and less yeah. on like I think I'm in it. This is a demo here. I might check this out. <laughs> Early access, so yeah, this looks cool. Uh next week for you've got in his time, a hauntingly beautiful shadow world of In His Time is a 2D puzzle-solving adventure game. There you will meet Ollie and join him to solve puzzles throughout each step of his emotional journey of growth and self-discovery. Okay, like a limbo-like, but like with more, uh, with like more storytelling stuff. Interesting. Got some puzzles to it, too. Yeah. Not my cup of tea, but I can see this appealing to the certain people. Next, we got Scorn coming out on PS5. Yeah. I heard about this game. This is the... This was that Xbox game that had, like, yeah. the dicks on the wall. Is it? 
Did they have the dicks in the wall, or is that like that, that hell game? Or do they both have dicks on balls? I think, I think both it was, those games. It was probably balls, both yeah. of them. Yeah, I think both of them had dicks on balls. People didn't really like this game when it came out because it kind of presents itself as one thing while actually being something else entirely. Yeah, it presents itself like it's gonna be a like a first person horror action game, but it's not that. It's like a, it's a walking sim with a gun. Yeah. Which I've heard mixed things on. I heard the people that like it like really like it, right? But the people that don't like fucking hate it. Yeah, and I guess this appeals to a very specific type of person. If you're the kind of person who likes those, I don't like using the term "walking simulators." It kind of like diminishes the game, but I don't know what else to call them. That's what the the term is. <laughs> but I mean, why is it that "walking sim" is such an insulting name? But it's, well, it's not devalues the other things that the game does. Yeah, like, and that's what I hate about it. It's like it's like calling it... a first-person shooter like a point-and-shoot, like. Yeah. Though so, I mean, point and click is like a pretty accepted term, and that is kind of reducing what those games do as well. Yeah, and it's yeah. I mean, I I heard good things about it. I heard it does present a really interesting story, a very interesting narrative, and it is very creepy and unsettling and weird. And if that's the kind of game you're into, this will do it. But don't go into it expecting like. Resident Evil or something like. Yeah, definitely not that. Though people seem pretty up on this game. So. Yeah, I think I think the reviews for it are more positive now that people have kind of had time to like see what the game's about, right? Yeah, it's H.R. Geiger's wet wet dream. Yeah. Well, it's directly inspired by H.R. Geiger, right? Because that was the whole thing. Yeah. But they looked at like his artwork and were like, "Yeah, this. I want to do this." So we'll see when it, Check it out. now that it's dropping on PS5, we can really take advantage of that graphical fidelity too. But the game was already on Series X, wasn't it? And yeah, PC. Yes. Yeah, and PC. So, I mean, we'll see graphically like what it's capable of, like when it comes out on PS5. But I doubt it's going to be like much better looking than the PC version, or I don't think it'll look better than the PC version at all, actually. I assume it'll look pretty similar to the Xbox Series X version that came out when the game dropped. But we'll see, you know. This game is for a very specific type of person, so if you're in that type of per- if you're in that, that demographic, go check it out. You know, you might like it. Um, then we got Silent Hope dropping on PC and Switch. What is this, a visual novel? No, it's an action RPG. Action RPG, hack and slash. This is a marvelous okay. joint. What else have they worked on? I don't know what else they've worked on. Um, <clears throat> Should I know? I think they do a lot of shit. Rune yeah. Factory. Never played Rune Factory. Damon X Machina. <laughs> I've heard of Damon X Machina. I never played it, but I heard of it. <laughs> uh, Fate X Stella. Oh, they did that? The Fate games? Uh, no, just that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And uh, that's the, that's the action based one, right? Is that the visual novel one? 700 pieces of DLC for Fate Extella. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jesus, why, why? <laughs> that's insane, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not 700, but it might as well be. 
There's a Might lot. Might as well be, yeah. Like that's crazy. Um, Silent Hope. It looks like a cute Vita game. This looks like a late game Vita game. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, it looks cool. Like I like me some like action RPGs, so. Well, it's cool. I probably won't pick it up. Oh, it's, 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 it'll be on Switch. This will be a good Switch game, I think. Oh, and that was my delivery, and I missed him before I got up there. That was? Ah, oh, that's a bummer. I'm like, this couldn't possibly be him blasting this loud rap music. He wouldn't do did that. You have to, did you have to sign for it? Like, did this leave Yeah, it I have to sign or? for it, and I can't. Fuck. I can't what tell them. What you I, order? I didn't order anything. It's my, my, my e-bike has been on the fritz so i sent in mm-hmm. my battery for them to check out turns out there's nothing wrong with my batteries so uh <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with my shit but uh they sent they're sending it back and uh i have to like sign for it and i can't tell them to just leave it there there's no that's one the, take it that's the the e-bike that like you can still use the regular bike right yeah, but you wouldn't want to because it's like a motorcycle. Basically, it's very heavy, and you wouldn't want to pedal it. You just would. You would need fucking the Hulk leg strength to pedal yeah. this shit. But I mean, you could. You wouldn't want to. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been on the fritz, and uh, yeah, I had to mail in my battery so they can check it out. That's a point. There's nothing wrong with the battery. So That's it's not the battery. So I might have to mail in the whole fucking bike pretty soon. <laughs> That's so fucking annoying. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Is this because they use proprietary shit? They don't use like off the shelf shit. So I can't just open it up and replace the shit. They have to. Yeah. It's like their own custom shit. So. That's uh, annoying. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been dealing with. <laughs> You, know, you you buy a bike to like not deal with like stupid annoying bullshit that comes with owning a car. Yeah. And there's just as much stupid annoying bullshit with this bike. <laughs> yeah. And I only had it for like a year, not even. Or yeah. Yeah, just like a year. So I don't know what could have fucked it. Like you live in Denver, right? So it's pretty cold there, so that wouldn't fuck with the battery, would it? It does actually cold. Uh, yeah. extreme low temps are very bad j- j- like really? just as bad might even be worse than high temps really I didn't know that yeah I didn't know either until I was riding it in below freezing and it was fucking up I was like oh this ain't this ain't good <laughs> yeah that's annoying that's really oh. fucking annoying Jesus Christ Uncle Dolph says that's what he gets for getting an e-bike. Um, okay, you know I'm going green, so you know I'm doing my part for the environment. Uh, you know, lowering my carbon footprint. What about you? <laughs> I work from home. That's how I lower the carbon footprint. <laughs> <laughs> I got solar panels too, so like. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that like answers that some of the shit. The Lamplighters League. Yeah, PC, Lamplighters League. Xbox One, <laughs> Xbox Series X. It's going to be on Game Pass, too. So Yeah, and they've shown this. It's like an XCOM. 
Yeah, it's an XCOM with like a very like a very stylized like almost cartoony look, which I can get into. I dig I, I dig the look here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like. I hate the videos that don't show any gameplay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Why put this on here? Yeah, no, it's annoying as fuck. But I, I did watch some gameplay of it before, and like it does straight up looks like XCOM, and I liked XCOM. Like I'm not a huge like turn-based like strategy RPG fan, but XCOM um, does a good job like kind of streamlining a lot of it without like taking away some of the um, some of the more hardcore elements like permadeath and stuff. So you're making instead of like a bunch of bunch of little choices, a few big choices throughout a throughout a fight. And I dig that. It fucks with that. Is XCOM like the original XCOM? Like was there shit before XCOM? I know XCOM is pretty old. It's an old franchise. Um, I'm sure there were other like tactical like strategy RPGs like that, but I think XCOM was like one of the more popular ones. I know, but I, XCOM does a very like specific thing, where you know even the terms that you like Overwatch mode is even like reused in other shits. Like everyone knows what Overwatch is or whatever the fuck, or I guess like that functionality is reused. Yeah, I, I don't know if it is. I don't know. <laughs> that's yeah. not my like that's not my world right so yeah. it is good though like, i still like it like I, I could never play the originals like i see how that plays i'm like oh fuck that like that is oh this game is made by harebrained cool. schemes who's that should i know who that is they did the shadow run the shadow oh. run games oh those are cool yeah i played a shadow run i think hong kong i can't remember but they were just giving it away on GOG one day, like a couple of years ago, and I, I got into it, and I liked it. Yeah. It basically, it feels like, like a and d like, campaign, just the way it plays out. I think a lot of the combat was based on, like, 5th edition d and I can't prove it, but it felt like it. Like, a, a lot of terms and the way the stats work was very familiar to me. But this isn't like that, right? This is, like, straight up, like, XCOM. Yeah, it's straight up XCOM, so... Yeah, which is cool. XCOM's cool. Next, on October 4th, we got Blossom Tales 2, The Minotaur Prince, releasing on Xbox One and Series X. These games have been around on other systems for a while, right? Like, yeah. I'm not going crazy. Well, this one's a new one. This is the sequel to that first game. Yeah, this one I came out why. Like, last I year. It's barely coming out to Xbox, it looks like. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't played this because it's literally a fucking Zelda. Yeah, straight up to Zelda. Like, <laughs> like I don't know why I haven't played it. So. <laughs> this is right up your alley, dude. I'm fucking up. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It even has the fucking instrument. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This is straight up like GBA Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might. Where's that? Color Zelda. Let me get that first game. There's a bundle for both of them. In Steam right now. Yeah, $16.86. You get both of them. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah, not bad. Might do that. Yeah, check it out. Tell me what you think. If you're like super into it. Talk about it next week. 
Oh, Platonic's publishing this. They're the, uh, they? the ukulele guys. Right. Next, we got Worldless, stylized 2D adventure platformer with turn-based combat. Yeah. Doesn't look turn-based. Okay, there it is. I see the turn-based stuff now. They showed this during one of the Xbox indie things. I've never heard of this game before. This game looks dope. How come I've never heard of this? How have I never heard of this before? This game oh. looks really cool. Yeah, no one's really talking about it, I guess, but they yeah. showed it during one yeah, Xbox indie thing and they even played through a bit of it. I was like, yeah, this looks pretty cool. This looks really cool. Yeah, I'm into it, man. It's already on the wish list. I might wish this is too. This looks cool. This looks dope. Uh, next on October 5th, we got Assassin's Creed Mirage is finally coming out for everything. Yeah. So go check that out. Everyone's saying it's going to be like a return to form for Assassin's Creed. And the trailers and stuff definitely make it seem like that. It's going back to the like, hey, Assassin's supposed to be sneaky like type yeah. of design. You know, yeah. a good assassin, you know, gets what, in and what out. I, what, I don't to. necessarily, I'm not, I don't really care what form Assassin's Creed takes. Like, I'm fine with the new games, but I think what it really needs is just a more focused uh, world. You know what I mean? Just like a focused yeah. open world. Like, I don't need the biggest fucking thing on a planet. And I don't need a million fucking objectives to do. But if I have something that's super focused, it's the same thing like Spider-Man Miles Morales was just, it was better than that first game because of how focused it was, at least for me. That it didn't have all this extra bullshit like, hey, here's rooftop races. I don't want to do any fucking races in the open world. Like, <laughs> I feel like that shit is just so fucking antiquated. Every single open world game ever made has this shit. Like, I want to play Superman 64. I'll just play Superman 64. I don't want to <laughs> run through goddamn rings. Like, are we just, like, every open world has to have fucking races and shit? Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Well, there are um, little, like, side activities to do. Like, I understand why it's annoying to, like, be bothered with it. But, you know, in the same token, like, Final Fantasy has, like, all these, like, side things, like fishing and chocobo racing and stuff. And, like, you can just skip that. Like, it's fine, it but like I just don't need, like, games, all these like... collectibles and shit. I, I just don't yeah. need, like, 90, hey, collect fucking 90 swabs of pigeon shit, or, you know, whatever the fuck it was in, like, that first Spider-Man game, where I just didn't do any of it, dude. I was just like, I, yeah. I don't fucking care. Align these it satellites, also, or, yeah. It also doesn't help that, like, a lot of progression is tied to those, too. Like, if I remember yeah. correctly, Spider-Man had, like, some stuff in the skill tree. It was like, oh, do X amount of these missions to unlock this part of the skill tree. I might yeah. be making that up, but I'm pretty remember. sure that was a thing in there. I didn't do any of it, so I didn't give a fuck. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do the story and delete this. You know what was really bad about that? Fuck me, Infamous Second Son. It was really bad on that. Yeah. Because you didn't get experience from, like, doing missions or, like, beating up bad guys. You got it from, like, collecting shards. And that was, like, the main collectible that was scattered. So if you did a mission, you were, like, underpowered. Yeah. It was saying, like, Crackdown. Yeah. Crackdown's fucking nasty with that shit. I hated it. I hated it. I hated that. 
but yeah so i i haven't been following any of the stuff for this game other than it is they're going back to the more assassin-y type shit but yeah. it's i i care more about like how they're doing the open world shit because it just needs to be more way more focused like if that if they're going back to that then i think that that would be enough yeah so. no i think so too hopefully it's more focused on that it's not this like crazy big world all those things to do that you wouldn't want to do anyway yeah so i mean we'll see when it comes out you know what the consensus is i haven't played an assassin's creed game in like forever so it's not for me but i know a lot of assassin's creed fans are excited to be seeing this We'll see when it comes out, though. Uh, another release you got coming out is Cricket 24. <laughs> so if you're a fan... 24 Cricket game. New, yeah, if you're just a fan for Cricket 24, you're just waiting. Cricket 23 didn't quite hit that mark for you. Yeah. <laughs> sure, Cricket 24 is going to take a lot of the yeah. suggestions you had into account. <laughs> I don't know. This is, this, is, this is not meant for us. This game is not meant for us. So Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Next, we got Dark Pictures Anthology, Little Hope, coming out on Switch. I forgot this; these Dark Picture games existed. Yeah, I think this was the only one I didn't play. Yeah. And it's coming to Switch. I would assume that's going to be like a streaming cloud version. I would assume so, too. It and if it's really not, say. like, why? Yeah, I mean, we've all seen we've all seen the memes of like the Mortal Kombat like on Switch, right? Yeah, like that is that's embarrassing as shit. <laughs> that is straight up just broken. What is that shit? The fact that like Cyberpunk and CD Projekt Red can like lose their stock when Cyberpunk comes out in the state it does, but. People just joke about like Warner Brothers and Mortal Kombat when that comes out. Like that, that tells well, a lot. Well, the thing is, if you're buying a game on fucking Switch, you there's a certain level of you, you know what you're getting yourself into. I disagree. I think if, yeah. if a game's on a console, you buy it on that console for whatever reason. It could be maybe that's the only console you have. Maybe that's like your console of choice. Whatever the reason is, there should be some expectation the game's gonna perform at least adequately stable you know it's not going to be this like fucking mess of a game well, I, I didn't see how it performed i just saw like the visual shit is it run shit, bad dude. it's okay. dog shit yeah it runs terribly it's not just a visual thing the game just straight up just is broken it's embarrassing and like that's what pisses me off about it it's like it's like the game looks ugly that's fine like you expect that but you expect the game to run adequately too, and it pisses me off that's the case. Um, and we'll see when this comes out on Switch what that does. It should do the streaming things. If it doesn't do the streaming thing, it's like, why? <laughs> How well yeah. is this game going to run on that console? Oh my god, this game is $8 right now on Game Billet. Oh, there you go. <clears throat> yeah, that might be worth it. It's also like $20 for the base game, so just in general, it's a regular price for it. Oh, oh, not bad at all. Not bad at all, yeah. You can also buy like the entire like anthology, which they're calling season one, 
Yeah. Which includes Man of Medan, Little Hope, House of Ashes, and The Devil and Me for $109. No um, Until Dawn? Oh, that, that was, was exclusive to PlayStation, right? Until that was PlayStation. The, the Quarry came out in between. Yeah. In between. It came out before Devil and Me. And yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. not advertised that's not advertised as part of the dark pictures shit. It's just another game that they made. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um it came out with these at a very fast rate. It was actually yeah, impressive how fast they were coming out with these. I think they came out with the Quarry and Devil in Me in the same year. Yeah. I don't know how they pulled that off. Yeah. I got I gotta assume that like the facial scanning, right? Probably does a lot of the heavy lifting for him. Oh, yeah. Because all of it's done with like motion capture and facial scanning. So I assume that does a lot of the heavy lifting. I guess. But you still have to make all these like art assets and yeah. you, know, you need to make a story. <laughs> Get all the voice actors in the booth and there's different branching paths and shit. I mean, it's a lot of yeah. work. Yeah, it's still a lot of work, so I don't know. Maybe I would assume that does a lot of the, like I said, it does a lot of the work for them, but there's still a lot of other stuff they got to take into account. Yeah. Also, the games aren't like that long either, right? You can beat it in like a couple hours, so. Um, I think I, I beat like Until Dawn over like a weekend, I like two sessions. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say they're probably like more two session games. Yeah, so I'm sure like. There's not like hundreds of hours of content to like to develop. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a developer, so I don't know how they. Yeah, I mean, but you can beat the game without even seeing because there's branching shit. So you yeah, can you can get true. like an ending and it not be there can be a totally different ending. But that's true. And there's stuff like in between too that like you could see that yeah. you might miss. So yeah. Well, that's coming out for Switch, so keep an eye open for it. Uh, Front Mission 2 Remake is also coming out on Switch. Winters. People love these Front Mission games. Like, what are you saying? Wanzers are back. Is that what they call them? Yeah. Every time I oh, say that. About this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I forgot about that. Yeah, every time like, we, we fucking talk about these games, it's like, oh, the Wanzers are back. <laughs> yeah, that one has a fucking bat. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> Wait, this, what? Is, this is fucking awesome I don't know this one has a fucking baseball bat in its hand the fucking yeah, that, robot the Windsor yeah. there's what a baseball bat <laughs> what and there's a baseball I mean, bat and a cool. fucking Beretta I don't know what's happening here <laughs> I'm into that that's cool as fuck all these people have this high tech equipment like swords and rockets. He's like, no, oh, I got my Glock and a baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> I got old reliable here. I'm from the streets, bitch. The, yeah, I got the enforcer here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What are they? Hold on. It was like a joke I wanted to make, but I forgot what they called it. <laughs> they had in the show Shameless, they have this baseball bat and they called it they they named it something. I can't remember. Oh, like it's like their security system. What they called it? Ah, uh, what is it called? Yeah, I don't remember. 
Looks like he could really be okay. Talk. Yeah, I'm excited for this. This looks pretty cool, actually. I'm probably not going to play it, but it looks cool. Only thirty-five bucks. Yeah, I might check it out for thirty-five dollars. Like, it doesn't look that bad. Yeah, I don't know. The baseball bat sold it for me. I was like, oh, this it's one of these games. Okay. Or it's just they just having fun with it. Yeah. So pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll need to check this out. Uh we also got Knight versus Giant, the broken Excalibur coming out on PC Switch, PS5, and Series X. This is oh, it's a roguelike. This is like a Hades. Definitely, yep. This is like a Hades with a lower animation budget. But still looks cool. Like, I don't want to shit on the presentation here. As long as the gameplay is, like, solid, I don't care. Yeah, this looks cool. How much is this game? I don't know yet. This guy this looks demo, like though. the... He looks like the knight from uh, Rogue Legacy. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Don't think that's supposed to be him, but it's very similar. He also got. Oh, I'm stretching. Hold on. Ah. <laughs> I'm getting old, man. I got to stretch, or else like my back hurts and I got a headache. Oh. Um. We also got the Sisters Two Road to Fame. Is releasing on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. This sounds like a porno title, but it's not. It's a kids game. Um, yeah. <laughs> get on trend and take the road to fame. Double the trouble, double the fun. Our systems are back to cost twice the chaos. Are we sure it's not a porno? Are we sure it's not a porno? Like we're positive? It's not a porno. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it's like a mini game collection type this, of game. Yeah, this is a game that my little sister would have played on the Wii. Yeah, it's like it's got look at that. It's like horseback riding, roller skating, grocery shopping, kayaking, everything like a teen girl like would be into. I'm gonna come back to this. I'm gonna come back yeah. to this after the fourth and look at the reviews. <laughs> I just want to oh, know. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Hold uh, on. Yeah. I'm gonna set a reminder. Hey Siri. <laughs> Remind me to look up reviews for the Sisters 2 Road to Fame, October 4th. All right, there we go. That is set. I just feel like, I just feel like games like this are prime for... <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't have any faith in the Steam audience. Oh yeah, like being nice about this game. Absolutely yeah. not. Like, I would assume like there's not a lot of overlap for like people who play primarily on PC, right? And use that same system for their kids to play on. Like I doubt that. Like Yeah. You know, like I, I doubt a lot of people on Steam like Oh, my kid would like this game and then buy that game for their kid to play. Like, I, I don't think there's a lot of overlap there for that. Yeah. Especially if there is, like, I'm wrong, let me know, but... Like, you know, like, most of, the, most of the Barbie games on Steam have, like... Because, you know, you can... It's the, t the tags are user-defined. 
So the tags on those games always have like psychological horror. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> violent. Yeah. And it'll be like a Barbie game. And you're like, this is not. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what this game is. Even yeah. all those bastards lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, we'll see, like, we'll look up the reviews later, <laughs> see what it looks like. Uh, by the podcast next week, we'll look it up. So anyone on the show now, remind us to do it. Yeah. <laughs> or I say remind, I don't anybody to do it. Um, Wargroove 2 is dropping on PC and Switch. Yeah. I've heard good things about Wargroove. People tell me it's like, a, not like Fire Emblem, it's like Advanced Wars, right? Advanced Wars, yeah. Right? Um, a lot of people say it's better than Advanced Wars. After that yeah. remaster, re what do they fucking call it? Oh yeah, like they call it something stupid. Like Advanced Wars One Two. Advan- what do they fucking call it? They call it something like Remission. Yeah. Something Remission. Stupid. Yeah. Something stupid. Hold on, I gotta see this now. It's not even out yet, right? Like, I'm not sure. Reboot Camp. That's what they yeah. called it. <laughs> Yeah, people were pitting this game against that because I mean, with good reason. Like this game hasn't, this game's not even out yet. Yeah, this is this seems like more up my alley in terms of what I would be looking for. And I've never played Advanced Wars, so I don't know. I played uh, on the DS. <clears throat> the what was it? Not um, the dark one. There's one before that. Dual Strike? Yeah, Dual Strike is the one I play. Okay, so it, it, the game did come out eventually, April 21st, 2023. Okay. I didn't even know this game came out already. <laughs> I've heard zero about this game. But I guess it's out now, so, like... <laughs> yeah. It feels weird that I haven't heard of this yet, but all right. We'll see how people feel about this one. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see what people say about it, but I mean, the, the first one was reviewed very well, so I I would assume the second one would probably get very similar reviews, right? Yeah. Like, I doubt it's going to be, like, worse than the first one. <laughs> but we will see when it comes out. Uh, then October 6th, Friday, we got Borderlands 3 Ultimate Edition dropping on Switch. So that's a thing that's happening. <laughs> I wonder how that's going to run. I mean, Borderlands 1 and 2 run pretty well on it, but Borderlands 3 had some improved uh, graphical stuff, right? So Yeah. I don't know. I remember Borderlands 2, was it? It was on Vita. Yeah. And that so, ran like shit. So. Yeah. So... I mean, low bar, but it, it would have to be bar. better than that. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I did not like this game, so yeah, yeah, I never finished it. I played I a lot of it. The, I played a lot of it too. The gameplay was fun to me. I, the it, gameplay was very. The gameplay solid, was fun. It was just the stories like dog story. Shit. The dialogue, just no one shuts the fuck up. No, they don't, and it's fucking frustrating as all hell. Yeah. Like, nobody knows this. Shut the hell up. Like, just shut the fuck up and let me, like, enjoy the game. But no, you gotta, like, 
you gotta put in all these jokes and jabs and think you're funny. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of stuff about that game like pisses me off, dude. <laughs> it's like insane how much of that game like just straight up pisses me off. Um they're still they're still doing that movie. Oh yeah, I forgot about that shit. Yeah, I think because Gearbox is in limbo now. Well, oh, yeah. I guess we didn't talk about it. It happened like a week or two ago, but they've um what was it? I don't remember what the fuck they're called. But the guys that own Gearbox are fucking getting rid of everything they own. So Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well that's not good. <laughs> Um, Just liquidating everything? Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about it? No, I didn't hear about maybe that. We What's have, going on? Maybe we should have talked about it. Yes, please. Like, What's going on? I don't even remember. It was a while ago. Embracer Group. Embracer Group. They're uh, getting rid of like all their shit. Oh, my God. You know, I do remember hearing something about that. Oof. Tough times. <laughs> Um, I don't remember what the actual story was though. Yeah, me neither. I think they're they're weighing their they're weighing their options with yeah. Gearbox, but they're like shutting down like their studios. Um. Yeah. So Crystal Dynamics. Um, Deep Silver. THQ Nordic. Saber Interactive, Dark Horse. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I think it happened. One of the casualties was Deep Silver, who, when they, you know, they, you remember they came out. Like, we talked about Deep Silver, but we didn't talk about yeah. Embracer. So. We definitely didn't talk about them. Well, that sucks. Like, yeah. It just sucks a lot of people are like losing their jobs. So, that's the thing that bums me out about it. Like, I don't want to see people lose their jobs, man. <laughs> that's sad. Oh, that's a bummer. I mean, we'll see yeah. what comes out of it. I just like selling off their assets and do we do people bought them off yet? I think Microsoft I guess... was coming out. I think Microsoft was like, hey, we'll 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 be happy to give you these these guys a home or some shit like that. Yeah, volition. Well, that's good. So we'll see what happens with that then. Hopefully, like things come, things turn out all right for all the people getting let go. Like that's what I, I'm more worried about. I don't care if like these games like never come back, but it's the the people making them. I hope they're gonna be okay. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Um, fuck what side? Uh, Detective Pikachu returns dropping on Switch. I forgot this was happening. <laughs> I like how Pikachu sounds like this gruff, like, old man. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, a petition to get Danny DeVito to play him in the movie. <laughs> and to have him play him in, like, all the, the English translation of the game. That would be great. I think it's too late. Yeah. It is way too late, but I would love to see that. Um, well, what's funny is that the, the guy they got to voice him, I don't know if you saw the trailer for it, but... The guy they got to voice him... Like sounds like Danny DeVito. 
I think that was like done on purpose. Cause like, well, he doesn't sound like, he sounds like someone trying to be Dan DeVito, but you can tell, like, I think some of the, the fan outcry, like influenced that, uh, character's direction a little bit. Yeah. This is a video game. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not, I would not play this, but. I heard the first yeah. one on 3DS was pretty good. Did it come out on 3DS or was it Switch? I don't remember. I think it was Switch. I heard the first one was pretty good, but I never, I never played it. Like, It's a detective game where the yeah. boy can talk to the humans and the Pikachu can talk to the Pokemon and they can talk to each other. So they gotta work together. Yeah. This <laughs> unlikely pair needs to solve the mystery of I don't know. It's a perfect a setup. Maybe, I think it was a rape. <laughs> it's a perfect setup for yeah, fucking like yeah, stupid like duo cop duo story. Chicago crime cop drama. I want to see like I want them to to do this like buddy cop like drama like thing. Yeah. But like have them solve like serious crimes, right? Like. I want to see like a fucking like murder <laughs> and then have him just like try to work it over. And Pikachu is like, I need my coffee. And he's like, now Pikachu coffee, coffee's for people, <laughs> you know, just have this like ridiculous fucking like childish setup. And they're solving like actual, like fucking disgusting real world crimes. I would love to see that. I'd pay money to see that. <laughs> Make it just LA noir with the silly, like Saturday morning cartoon vibe. Oh, that sounds good. Someone make that game, please. <laughs> For me. Uh, what do we got next? NHL 24 is dropping on October 6th. Great. Yep. So there you go. Surfed Out Online, Last Recollection is coming out also for pretty much everything. PC, PS4, PS5, Series 1, and X. And I mean, it's it's a sort of online game, man. Like, do we do we need to talk about these anymore? Like, I don't. I didn't know Sword Art Online was still popping. It is, and it's this game came out like ten. This this show came out like what ten, twelve years ago. And it's yeah. like I, I hear the newer seasons get better, but though that first season was. It's kind of mid. Like it's got it's got some really cool shit to see, but they drop a lot of the cool stuff like really fast, and they just move on to the next thing, and it gets really lame after that. What is this game? the The whole this whole trailer is just like shots from the anime, and then like action. The shots. second trailer has more gameplay. It looks like a straight up just like action game, but it says it's an action RPG, so. What I want is the Sword Art Online MMO. I want like the game. I want to play the game. Yeah. Everybody wants that. Oh, that had to be the obvious fucking thing. It's the same thing that like fucked up. I don't know how they always fuck this up because they make they make an anime that's a game, but then they never make the game that the anime is. Yeah. The same thing like Dot Hack. We're like, yeah, (laughs) just make that game. Just make that game and let us play that game. In defense of Dot Hack, though, it's trying to tell like a story 
right? And the story is that, like, you know, shit's fucked up, people get stuck in the game for real. It's hard to do that in, like, an actual MMO. <laughs> well, not, you don't have to get stuck in the, the game or whatever the fuck. So you, so you want, like, what do they call the game in Dot .hack? They call it the world, right? Something like that? So don't you don't know. want, like, a Dot .hack game. You want, like, a game based on the world, right? I want that the game that they're playing in the anime. I want that okay. game. Okay. Fancy Star Online does it gets kind of meta because there's an anime of Fancy Star Online 2 where they play, but the game came first, right? So in the anime, they're playing the game that exists in our world. They're playing that game and then in the anime they get sucked into the game. And so when oh, you play cool. when you play the game, those characters are in the game. I see what you mean. So you don't want a sort of online game. You want like an Aincrad game. Yeah, yeah. Like you want the game that they're playing. And then like those characters and then you can like run into Kirito and you'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, help me fucking, but it's an MMO. So it's like, there will be, you know, everyone would be playing the same shit. But it's an MMO. So you can like run into the same shit and you run into the characters. Yeah, I just want the game. I just want to play that game. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know how well that would work, though, because the game they're playing is kind of like a generic fantasy game, right? So, like, like the hook is, like, the characters and, like, oh, the game's not really a game. If we die in the game, we die for real. Like, that's the hook of it, right? Like, it's not... You're not watching them play sword art. You're watching them, like, fight for their life. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm just weird. Maybe just add, like, permadeath mechanics or some shit. <laughs> Maybe. Make everyone play in hardcore mode. Yeah, I'm sure there's a way to make that work, but I'm not the person that come up with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's this game that's coming out, and yeah, I don't know. I'm so far behind on Sword Art, like I don't even know. So if someone's like super into it, tell me this game. The show get better. Uncle Dolph. The show's got some cool stuff. The show's got some really cool stuff, but like it's got some really annoying fucking bits too that just annoy the fuck out of me. <laughs> Like, the fact the first season, he just, like, never really tries. He just kind of gets stuff, like, handed to him. And he's just like, oh, he's so cool. Everybody likes him. He's, like, the best player ever. He's hyper-leveled, even though he plays by himself. And, he's like, doesn't do raids. Yeah, he's been playing since beta. But even though he started this game level one like everybody else, he's still, like, super high-level, even though he doesn't run any raids because he's a loner. And he can somehow, like, hyper-level himself to, like, way beyond anything anyone else is capable of. Yeah. And then he can use two swords, he's just that special. <laughs> and all the ladies want to fuck him, even his sister. <laughs> Which isn't weird, it's a cultural thing. Don't judge it, you're racist if you judge it. I don't know <laughs> if that's true. But I know in Japan it's fine to like fuck your like first cousin. But I don't know about sisters. I don't know, I'm just, I'm just parroting stuff that people have said to me, so... <laughs> I'm sure, like, there, there's a defender online who's like, no, guys, it's not weird that a sister wants to fuck him. Here's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's a thing. I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> no one wants to talk about, like, everyone wants to talk about how cool Japan is, but they're, they're fucking... They got their own fucked up shit over there that nobody wants to talk about, man. Like... Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you don't fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Even then, like, sexual violence is, like, a very, like, 
horrible thing that happens over there and it's like not way more common than it should be it's to the point where like if you're like a single woman on a train and some guy grabs your ass if you like bust his jaw like you'll get arrested for it not him <laughs> yeah and then like side tangent he'll, he'll give uh what is it the 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 writer of rooney kenshin he got into some trouble because uh he had some like kitty porn on him but people forget that shit was legal up until like a couple of years ago i think <laughs> yeah so like that's like it's a, it's a, it's a problem about. yeah i do <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like it's like people are like upset about it it's like are you surprised like it was it wasn't illegal up until like a couple of years ago and even then, the only reason why anyone like cared about it is because like people across, people in other countries are like making a big deal out of it. I'm sure like it wouldn't have been that big a deal if like at least to them if like us here in the states weren't like reporting on it. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like he lost it; he still got to work. Like he's he's working on a Rooney Kenshin like sequel anime, and that's set to come out like later this year. And he still worked on it; he never lost his job. Like. And he had to pay a fine, I think. That's all he had to do. I don't think he really started any jail time or anything like that. He got his shit taken away. But he's still working. He still has his job. <laughs> um, Bonsai Pop is a really good video on it, explaining, like, the cultural, like, reason why this happens without, like, making it, uh, without making a defense for it. So he looks into, like, the cultural reasoning for everything that's, that's, that's happened, every decision that was made, not just with him, but in the legal system. But he doesn't defend it like at all. <laughs> He's like, no, this shit's fucked up. It's disgusting. Just because like they're okay with it doesn't mean it's okay. <laughs> like he does not use the it's a cultural thing defense at all. But he does like provide context to understand like the rationale, of the decision making. Like look yeah. it up if if you can find this video. It's a. Uh... Yeah. It's literally just like Ponzi Pop Rooney Kenshin. But that's the thing is, find. it's so it's so highly represented in. And at least, at least, like in, in shit that we watch in terms of like it's so highly represented in anime and shit that how could it not be? As an outsider, you look at it and go, yeah, it's the same thing. Like when when foreigners watch like American shit and it's just so violent and guns and and foul and shit, and you're like, oh, see, Americans are fucking they're gun loving, fucking foul mouthed assholes. I mean we are and, and yeah so <laughs> we definitely are like it's, it's like not... yeah the other side is yeah we watch their shit and uh, in every anime it was like a kid getting you know in a relationship with like an adult or some shit or you know someone's on a train and they're getting upskirts and shit and you're like look look they're all upskirt loving fucking schoolgirl. or there's like the pervert character who like yeah, you know, looks up girl skirts or touches them inappropriately, and he's like, "Oh, like this yeah. guy, you rascal!" And he's not like, "No, he's like a predator." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that is sexual harassment, sexual assault. What they're doing? Yeah, that's not cute. Um, they calmed down a little bit on that, but it's still like, and it's only because like people were making fun of them. <laughs> that's the only reason why they didn't do it because they wanted to. They did it because like. Oh, anime is like popular overseas, so now we have to take into account the overseas market, and that they they don't like that shit. Um, yeah. Only reason why it's being done, and people who don't, people disagree with me, like, 
You're not gonna win this argument, man. If you argue with me on this, you're defending that shit. So that's the only stance you can take. So just just drop it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's important to acknowledge this shit's like a problem and like not to excuse it, right? Like, I don't know how the fuck this conversation started. <laughs> I don't get here. <laughs> how the fuck did we get here? Um, oh, we're talking about Sword Art Online and like oh, his yeah. sister wanted to fuck him. Yeah. Um, which is such a weird ass thing. Like that should. They been. didn't know who each other were when they saw them in the game. They didn't know who they were in real life. But there was like a thing where she was like, "Do I love my brother? <laughs> no, but I think I do, though." Like I, uh, there, I remember like very clearly. There's a part where it's like, where they do find out who each other are. But she finds out yeah. first, and she's like, I think I want to hunt my brother. Yeah. Like, I think I want to hunt my brother's bones. And she's, like, embarrassed <laughs> about it. But if she's not embarrassed because, it's like, that's my brother. That's gross. That's weird. It's like, oh, I don't know how to handle these emotions because a man wrote me, and we think that's how all women act for some reason. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if I get too, like, critical or, like, you know, feminist, like, let me know. But... <laughs> I don't feel like anything I've said. I don't feel like anything I've said. This show has been wrong so far. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like it's. Oh, Uncle Dolph says they're actually just cousins, so it's okay. They're not cousins though. Like they're they're brother and sister, right? Like that's his sister. They're not cousins. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while, but like that's something that you don't forget, right? Like. You could, like, we haven't seen the show in a while. How do you know? That's a, that's that's a that's a plot point you don't forget. I think like when that plot point comes up, like you remember that shit. <laughs> no, no. Anyway, point is, we take anything away from this conversation. This anime is fucking weird. Um, up next, we got Sunshine Manor, releasing on Switch, PS4, PS5, and everything else. This is like a it's a horror RPG, which you don't see a lot of anymore. It's not a new one. You know, everyone talks about the older RPGs like that. I think Corpse Party isn't an RPG, but it's RPG Maker. Yeah. Is it like an actual RPG? Like there's like turn-based combat or something? Or is it just like using RPG Maker to throw it away from everything? I don't see any combat in this. I don't see any combat either. Looks interesting. Looks interesting. Well, she's casting spells or something. That's kind of more like a Zelda-like, I think, with like horror elements. A lot of running away from things. A lot of instant deaths. Okay, so it's, it's one of those types of games, like Corpse Party, Aoni, Yumeniki. Well, not Yumeniki, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Those like pre like freeware RPG horror RPG maker horror games. Looks like one of those. Eight dollars. Oh there, there's a whole Sunshine universe. Is there really? Yeah. Camp Sunshine. Oh my god, there's a whole like extended universe here. <laughs> oh Camp Sunshine's like a like a like a slasher type of deal. Do they use the like same fucking mascot thing chasing after you? 
they use almost the same exact <laughs> description. <laughs> no, Camp Sunshine 16 bit, Sunshine Horror, Sunshine Manor's 8 bit. They're totally different. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, jokes aside, like, you know, these games are a very specific type of person. I'm not that person, right? I'll yeah. read, I'll watch a theory video on YouTube, like telling me the whole story without me actually having to play it. Like, that's what I'll do. <laughs> but I'm not going to play this game. It's not, it's not my cup of tea, man. It's not my, that's not my. Um, no disrespect to anyone who is into it, but it's not my thing. Okay, Uncle Dolph's, Uncle Dolph's PMing me evidence that they're cousins. Dude, I don't, what? No, they're like, hold on. It's his adopted sister. Adopted sister? No, they're not. They made that up. I remember watching the show and that like not being a thing. They were blood related. Hold on. <laughs> it was raised along him with, as his sister, but. Why are you PMing me this? Post it in the, in the. Yeah, that's his cousin. Chat. That was not in the original show. That must have been like some extended universe, like, oh, here's a detail in the art book thing, because they never mentioned that in the original show. If they did, I would have remembered it. They never mentioned that. I remember being fucking weirded out, because I was like, that's his sister, and she like wants to jump his bones. It doesn't make this better, but like... <laughs> <laughs> That, that must have been some like extended universe like wiki stuff that was not talked about in the show. The the cousin thing is very common. It's very it's common. common. And not even just in common. Japan. Is I think I think America is the only place where it's not common. To to an extent, like I'm trying to think. I think you're right, actually. I think about it. Well, the thing with America is it's, it's a, the United States that it's a newer country. You know, we were founded like, what, the 1700s? So. Yeah. That's like seven, eight, nine, ten. So that's like, what, 300 years or so this country's existed. So we have like a head start. We're developing our government, our, uh, our, um, we're developing our government and our social ideals. You know, we were based on like later concepts. Uh, not to Uncle say we're Dolph perfect, says, we, we fucking had slaves, like, for a very long time. When other countries were like, hey, slavery's bad, we were like, is it, though? And we just kept doing it. So much so that, like, half the country went to war to keep slaves. <laughs> Uncle and, Dolph says, yeah. cousins, it, it, it varies by state. It does vary by state. I'm not, I'm but, not so much saying the laws, I'm just saying the culture. Yeah, the cultural, like aspect of it yeah which is something that like i said we have the advantage of like being like a, a newer country you know our culture our culture and ideals were founded a little bit later and we had more social awareness of certain issues things like fucking your cousin is fucking gross and weird um you know we didn't have a monarchy where people were like directly sleeping with like their you know their uh you know, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're relatives keep the bloodline pure. I'm sure it happened a little bit, but it wasn't like this widespread thing. Yeah. But again, we also like, you know, kept slaves a lot longer than any other country did. We, uh, 
you know, we can't, we, we just decide a whole group of people based on their ethnicity and color of their skin. We're less than another group of people. So, you know, we're not perfect either. I can criticize both sides. It's just yeah. the stuff with Japan's funnier. So that's why I like <laughs> to criticize them. <laughs> but no, jokes aside, like, I don't remember this shit in the show at all. I'm not about to rewatch the show to, like, see if I'm right. I don't remember that coming up at all, that she was, like, this adopted sister, like, cousin that they took in. I remember them calling each other big brother, calling each other sister, and never clarify that they were, like, adopted siblings. Like I said, that fact must have been caught in, like, a wiki or, like, some other extended universe stuff. So they have that plausible deniability that, like, oh, no, it's not that weird. They're only cousins. <laughs> yeah, she's Which actually a 300-year-old vampire. <laughs> oh my god ah, jokes aside uh, what else we got oh that's it for the show everybody <laughs> thanks for hearing us talk about like weird bullshit we always manage to do this man like <laughs> there's nothing to talk about we just made stuff to talk about <laughs> if anyone wants to talk about this more you can head us up in the discord but yeah we'll Look up that Bonsai Pop video. He did a video on... Post it in the stream chat. I am going to post it. Well, let me find it, actually. He does a very good job, like, recontextualizing the culture of Japan, where it came from. He goes deep. He talks about, like, the Meiji Restoration, how that had a huge impact on uh, Japanese culture in general. They didn't really have a chance to, like, transition out of that. It was all done so quickly. From, like, um, uh, a feudalistic country with, like you know, with lords and landowners to, like, a capitalist society. It was done very quickly. And people didn't really have a chance to, like, um, you know, for the culture to develop alongside the technology and the uh, industry. Here we go. I found it. It's like a 38-minute video, so... <laughs> I'll put it in the stream chat right here. But yeah, check it out. If you got time... Like, check it out. It's really, a, it's a good watch, and it does help a lot with, like, contextualizing a lot of the ideas of Japan. Here. Bingo. Yeah, go check it out. And if you, if you watch anything else, like, all of Bonsai Pop shit is really cool, so check out the rest of their stuff, too, while you're there. But this is, like, a really, really good video. All right, shouts out to Bonsai Pop. Yeah, shouts out to Bonsai Pop. He doesn't need it, though, but... <laughs> <laughs> I would appreciate the shout out from Bonsai Pop, but whatever. He doesn't know who I am. Yeah, well, that's gonna do it here. No, that's at, gonna do it, everybody. Uh, at where where we are, which is the internet. You can go to gamerverse.com and gamerverse.com slash twitch and gamerverse.com slash YouTube and gamerverse.com slash Discord and jump in there and hang out with us right now. Tell us what you yep. think about your cousin. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just give us all the deets. And, there's all the deets on your cousin for sure. <laughs> yeah. Nah, just decide. Thank you, everybody. You know, I love doing this. I love having this. You know, everyone be cool, be safe, be excellent to each other, and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>